thank the Lord. This is March 3rd, 2014. My name is Michael Basham, and I am here to bring forth some spiritual news and some words of encouragement and good things from the Father. Okay, so just got to adjust my microphone here. Well, it's not late at night, so this might be a little bit more lucid than most of the recordings I've been doing. But thank you, Jesus. I just feel inspired right now to, to do this as I spent some time just meditating, just a little time, not, not a huge, big chunk of time, and found that, that some words really, really spoke to me. And I thought, well, I'd like to share this. So this is the very first thing that that the Lord gave me this morning. Open the door to the chamber of love and walk softly in, for I wait for you there. Isn't that cool? God, just first thing in the morning, just asking, hey, come, come and see me. Come and spend time with me. So that I intend to do, and I'm going to take you along too if you want to come. I'm going to read this whole prophecy here because it's just so beautiful. It's from uh, from Jesus with Love, Part 1. It's a, a book of prophecy. I'm going to do a, a really crazy thing. I'm going to uh, have a Cybertron, A&T&T, Natural Voices program, read this entire book. Then I'm going to put it in Audacity and put some music behind it which may or may not fit with it at all times because there'll be so much music. And then I'm going to upload it to my YouTube channel. So that's going to be a way to share the way that I, I absorb the words when I'm out and about all day. All right, here we go. I love you, my darling, my sweetheart. Let me show you how to love. Let me show you the secret of instant and perfect connection with me. At any moment, any time, if you feel yourself slipping just a little, your courage fading, your spirit falling, your happiness and joy being lessened through some encounter, through some words you have heard, or through the attacks of the enemy, my dear child, stop for a moment, halt everything, and concentrate on me. Focus your mind's eyes on a mental picture of me, mind's eyes, right, as you love to see me, ravishing, majestic, awesome, strong, caring, Fatherly, playful, dreamlike, your fantasy, kingly, royal, however you like, I will be that for you. Picture me in your mind's eye, and then slip out of the work mode. Slip out of the business gear, away from accomplishing, away from the busyness, away from the working. Slip down, out of the mind, into the chambers of the heart. Open the door to the chamber of love, and walk softly in, for I wait for you there. Such refreshment, such visions... Such inspiration, such thrills I have to give you at every moment, at every turn, at every crisis point. If you will but for a moment, for an instant, for a second, slip away with me. I do not ask for a long stretch of your time, but only short moments consistently throughout the day where you slip away with me for a glance, for a look, for a kiss, for a hug, for an exchange of a few words. This is the secret. This is the secret I share with you as the answer to how to love me continually, how to keep me first in your heart, how to keep me first in your mind and in your life. How is that? By slipping away to be with me throughout the day, by keeping me ever present in your mind and thoughts in all that you do. This will not take away from your work 
it will enhance it. For as you slip in and out of my presence, you take with you a little more of my glow, my aura, of my wisdom and my power and spirit. And this aids you in your work and in the decisions you make. So come make this a habit. I can hardly wait to see you more, to talk with you, to hold your hand, to kiss you. I have waited patiently for this, that I may spend more time with you. Now the desire comes, at long last, and my joy is great. I love you, my sweet one. Rest in now in my love. Oh, man, that is a good prophecy. Whew. So let's see, that took me a few minutes to read, but that is just beautiful. So after reading that, and it just reminds me too of just how you can spend time in his love. And, and I mean, you can just keep reading words like that over and over again. Um, you can keep saying prayers to him over and over again. You can keep writing words from him like that over and over again. But there is one little part in here where it says, such visions and thrills I have to give you at every moment if you will just come away with me. And um, I had a chance to spend about six hours just meditating with him and in between being very active and working and running around. But God had some classes canceled for me that I usually would have to go and spend most of my energy on. So I got to spend that energy instead just being with him. And uh, I wrote out like whatever just popped in my head as I was sitting there and abiding with him and telling him I loved him and everything. And man, I mean, you talk about out there, you know, I mean, I've been doing this for a while now, but it's just amazing, like what God can show you and where you can go. And I just, I love the Song of Solomon and I love the the passion between Jesus and his bride. And, um, and I have the faith to write out what Jesus would say to his bride and what his bride would say to him. Um, not only so, I, I also love to, to communicate with, with angels to, to describe heaven and describe the spiritual warfare. And it's, it's, it's an experience that far surpasses any science fiction novel or Star Wars, because it's not, it's not chained to just the darkness and with a little bit of good. It's, it's like a lot of good and then a little darkness getting smashed by the good. And it's just such a positive uh, worldview. And I, I wrote it all out. It's on my blog and put lots of crazy, sexy pictures all throughout. This internet cafe where I was has like tons of Chinese video games with like unbelievable art of just like spiritual battles and beautiful ladies and just crazy stuff so you know surrounded by that i put that in there and just had a great time um and i've been doing that for about about 10 years now i have probably i don't know probably like books and books worth of just prophecies that i haven't edited or or sorted out but um they've all accumulated into this kind of giant worldview i guess spiritual worldview Anyway, um, I read this verse here. This is very, very wonderful. From John again. I don't know why. I just keep coming back to John these days. I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. That is so good. 
I don't know if anybody's out there nerdy enough to know the game Silent Hill, but I was playing through the first one again, and um, it's just an amazing, vivid picture of the way I really believe that the spirit world appears to us on this earth. When I dream and I walk out into the world, it's almost invariably this kind of a dark world that that is just very dangerous and um and it doesn't appear that way on the front surface you know you can be rich and have all the comforts of the of this world but underneath it all is just this this kind of hell on earth you know demons running around so if you follow me you will not walk in darkness but will have the light of life i believe that means that we can follow jesus outside of this world get the light of life and then when we walk in this world we are like many stars just bursting forth with his his light the pharisees said unto him you bear record of yourself your record is not true have you ever thought about that like how jesus is talking about himself a lot it's like how were people supposed to believe in him back then this is the answer this is the answer for us too jesus said though i bear record of myself yet my record is true for i know whence i came and whither i go Ye cannot tell whence I come, and whither I go. Ye judge after the flesh, I judge no man. Yet if I judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone. And I and the Father, but I and the Father that sent me. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. I am one that bear witness of myself, and the Father that sent me beareth witness of me. This is amazing. It's just like, if we're identified with Jesus in the way that Jesus is identified with his father, it's like your identity, your two witness testimony is, is sure. You don't have to have a, a doctrinal diploma of divinity in some church seminary, Terry cemetery. You can get in touch with Jesus every day. I don't care who you are, or how spiritual you are or not spiritual. And you can become two witnesses, two in one. You can have Jesus's spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Father sent in his name with you. And you can be hearing his voice and just make an effort to hear his voice, to draw near to him. I've been really, I've been really hit with this recently. Like the need is to please him and to obey him and to yield to him. And how little we, we really draw near to him and hear his voice and try to obey him. But then we'll be like Jesus because we will only do the things that please him. So cool. They said, where is your father? Jesus answered, you neither know me nor my father. If you had known me, you should know. You should have known my father also. These words spake Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temple. And no man laid hands on him for his hour, his hour was not yet come. Then said Jesus again unto them, I go my way, and ye shall seek me, and ye shall die in your sins. Whither I go, ye cannot come. They're like, oh, will he kill himself? Because he says, whither I go, you cannot come. He said to them, you are from beneath. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. That's such a cool identity, man. Don't you want to be like that? Just to realize that you are from above. You are not of this world. It says that somewhere else. You were bought with a price. You are not of this world. Glorify God in your body. No. 
Awesome. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins. If ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. Wow. I have many things to say and to judge unto you. But he that sent me is true, and I speak to the world those things which I have heard of him. All right. And then I'm skipping down here. He that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always things those things that please him. If ye continue in my word, then, and this is what he's saying to those that believed in him, if ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Wow. That's it. That is it right there. And it says, He that committeth sin is a servant of sin. The servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. If the son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you, Lord. It's like every time you read these words, you just get renewed. He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. But it's amazing, like, these people were having word time. They were reading the word a lot. But Jesus is coming there and saying, look, you're not hearing my voice. You're not hearing the word of God for today. You are not of God, even though you guys wear the, the uniform. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if any man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Hallelujah. And I should do a little bit of news reporting for the events of these days. It's just the same old thing. The enemy is fighting dirtier. Um, it's There's a polarization taking place in the world. Those that, that want to live the world life that God has given humanity and in love and humility. And then those that don't want to live in God's world and life and they want to live in darkness. And there's going to be a separation Um it's happening today, but it's going to be ever more clear. And we're going to see where people stand. We're going to see, um, even even if people don't necessarily become Christians, the people who, who just want to live humbly and naturally and, and heaven on earth kind of life, lives, uh, compared with the fake people who just, you know, want to live for money, basically. And I believe that the people who are closest to Jesus are going to shine the most. But there will still be people that are going to be attracted to that light of being close to Jesus, being his moon, and reflecting his light. And, and that that will be the future civilization while the rest of the world goes into this kind of transhumanist, um, xenomorphic, cyberization, like Antichrist, beast mark clone army um vampiric ridiculous zombie state where you're not even human anymore and so you can't be saved anymore and you've given your soul to the beast that's where everything's going that's what google has admitted that they're doing with their goal is to put a chip in your brain so um i mean they're they're saying all this stuff and there's movies like um Oh my gosh, what's the new Johnny Depp movie about transhumanism and uploading your consciousness to a robot? That's happening too. I mean, I'm sorry, but a consciousness and a robot, 
that's basically surrendered its soul and rights and will to a, to a devil. Um, it says you must be born of, of, uh, the, of the water and of the flesh, I think it says, to be, to be saved. So if you're not even human anymore, how can you be saved? That's the devil's final goal, is to unhumanize the world and then bring it down into hell with him. So, but the opposite is with Jesus. He says, if the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. And we just need to follow the Lord. And I believe that, that reading his word and sharing his word and fellowshipping in his word is a great way to experience him and to, to live in him. So I'm going to be doing more of these. I just got a, a nice quote from someone that I, I want to share, a fellow disciple. We live in a world full of chatter, lies of condemnation, fear, insecurity, and discouragement bombard us every day. These lies keep us from hearing God's voice and realizing the full purpose he has for our lives. But what can we do about it? How can we silence the enemy and discern God's voice above all others? So this is a series from elevationchurch.org. Uh, it's about how to crash the chatterbox with the promises of God and embrace the freedom found only in him. So that's very beautiful. I, I'm not going to go there right now and read it all right now. But um, I'm also uh, getting into the keys again. Some people are going to laugh at me, but I believe that the keys were given such highlights by the Holy Spirit that it's a, it's a foolish thing to throw away the things that God has given us. So, uh, yeah, I mean, here's a key's promise, you know. You've got the power to request whatever you need. Just send the keys of direct delivery to get the answers from me. The answers are waiting. The keys are the delivery boys. All you have to do is send them to fetch the answers you need. And just like a bellboy, they'll require whatever you ask for. So I was meditating and talking about the keys with the Lord the other day or envisioning the bride doing that with the Lord and I posted that and it's just a very simple answer like this is the shortcut you know so that you don't have to run through the labyrinth you can just get the answer right away and it still takes faith it's still it's not going to just be lightning from the sky immediately not all the time anyway but it's it's just they're so multifaceted so broad and so all-encompassing that people just can't wrap their minds around them, but that's okay. You need to use them. You're my command. Claim faith. Anything that you need in your job of winning the world for me. Through healing provision will not fail to provide. And uh, your spiritual life will flourish when you claim the power of the keys. You will be more tired. Hit the mark better when you avail yourself. Warriors of the spirit receive greater power to fight on your behalf. And the damage inflicted is multiplied when you call the keys. I liked. You're a professional, and you can act like it, the fiction, coming in to my unlimited supply that is brought to me. Beautiful. So simple. I mean, that identifies you as professional, not like you're a business suit. Like, like you're a really, you know, who you say you are. You've identified your Lord to be with him intimately, be a child of God. And then you can like it by using the keys of conviction and tapping unlimited supply. I mean, if you've given me your all, all that you have to Jesus as does you then it says that the keys are for those that really do forsake all that that live for God to the full but I believe there's a lot of Christians in in the world that are doing that they just haven't quit their jobs yet you know 
they don't have to. The Mark of the Beast hasn't come yet. But it will. It's coming. The water is getting hotter. It is starting to boil soon. The froggies are getting sleepier. So I'm getting a little silly, so I am going to say goodbye. So bless you and uh, thank you. And maybe we come back in a moment. I'm looking for something I want to read. Aha, I found it. I found several, actually. I'm getting some beautiful messages um, from people who are really close to Jesus. And one such message was a comment on a YouTube that a girl said just the way that she could feel the Lord's love, just practically like making love feelings to the Lord. And she described it like, you know the way of the Lord's making love to you. When he pours his Holy Ghost into you, it feels like an electrical current flowing through you with all of his love. You feel all his love pour in your heart and flow throughout the whole of you. Have you felt that before? So Jesus is not limited to a place as in church. All the love too. So Jesus came to me and he did it in a spiritual way. He must came. And what is good about he will accept you no matter what you look like or how works. Nothing to Jesus, but the heart is everything. I think his eyes look very pretty for himself in heaven. So anyway, I just think it's it's so cool to share with uh and, you know I think in losing your masculinity to identify with the bride. I think another way that we identify with heaven is you're becoming like little children. And that's just as humbling. Excuse me. Of course, in the spiritual dimension, we must be like Rambos and, you know, behemoths of mighty power holding the weapons of God. And and I think the, the true test for a hero, you know, I always used to look at myself in the spirit like well i must be a warrior because i've got all this armor and i've got all the weapons and and then when i met the family it was like well you got to have humility and not just the cloak of humility but you know can you humble yourself to be the bride or can you humble yourself to be a little child and i i kind of i could picture it in a in the sense of like a like a comic book or a movie or a game where the hero has to pass through this test in order to defeat the enemy and the test is to become humble, like really to humble yourself. And um, that to me is is kind of the final test because most big Rambo kind of big macho heroes wouldn't go through that kind of passage. Anyway, uh, here's a story. It's a parable and it's very cool and it's from Happy. I'm going to read it. So praise the Lord and thank the Lord for, for his servants and people that are sending in awesome things like this. I just love it. I love to share it. Love to get deeper into it. And um, man, I've only got a little bit of time here and I'm, I'm just going to read this. Hopefully, um, Sarah will be blessed by this. So here we go. In this universe, there is where everything is lively where there is a classroom with a very special teacher with a capital T. All of its students received an invitation to sign into this class. Each class given in this special classroom treats a different subject. All of these subjects are practical for the students. Everything that is taught is put into practice in a mortal dimension. Some of the students struggle with some subjects. Others learn them easily. 
Some get bored on some subjects, while others find everything fascinating. All this while the nihilist hates what is being taught and hates every student and every possible student that would like to sign in. He wants to leave everyone in a mortal dimension, so he tries to confuse the students when he can, making them despise their teaching. He has a sleeping gas that he sprays all over the students when they come to hear what he has to say. The special teacher has been and knows well has been to and knows well the mortal dimension and tells the students that there is a special factor that will help these students and other new students against his antagonist but to have it they have to see everything they don't understand in a subject not as an obstacle but as an opportunity to learn further about the lively dimension since one day the mortal dimension will no longer be god has his own classroom with our spiritual life with him where he teaches us the subjects. We learn what he is teaching, and the only thing we have to do is not quit. In every situation that he brings to our lives, whether it's our favorite or not, whether it's something of the spiritual realm or something that appears to be more of the physical realm, we are in God's classroom. Sometimes we think that the situation that we are in is not ideal, but but it's where Jesus teaches us the most precious treasures of his spirit. So whatever situation we are in, one point of our life, at whatever point of our life, it's an opportunity to keep getting close to Jesus, doing his will, getting training for the future, even if it seems to be just our, our daily tasks. Let's keep believing. He has great, great love and patience. He makes the dots connect. As the quote says, despise, despise not the day of little things. <laughs> It's great. I just had a dream where I just became like a foot tall. I was trying to get taller. I was like, Ugh. I was ordering my body to get taller and my friends were around. It was kind of, I should have been embarrassed, but it was just really funny for some reason. Anyway, um, despise not the day of little things. Okay, remembering how our loving Lord is always teaching us. Once he told us, believe in me, believe, believe, knowing that I have already set aside what you ask for me and that you are receiving it. Like when you ordered something that still hasn't arrived, but it's already yours. It's coming. It's on the way. You know it's yours and that you're going to have it. And keep reminding us of his word in the Bible that God told us to keep reminding us of his word. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So praise the Lord. That's a prophecy about the Lord explaining about and desiring us to put his put our focus on him with our whole heart and the power of our prayer together you know i i know that this um audio it's kind of a one-man show right now but the more of these i do the more brides and uh disciples and just children of god i'm meeting and they're sending me things and i am just so excited to share them but most of all i i know that I'm not alone and God is with me and that his spirit is here with me. And I just got this morning, I was like, God, what do you want me to do? How may I please you? And he just said, feed my sheep. And I, I got a picture of first, you know, being intimate with him and then leaving that time and, and just sharing and pouring out your spirit to others that are hungry. And, uh, and right now in my blog box, I've got like 10 requests for prophecy and stuff and I, I need to sit down one day and just 
write those out and send them to them all different kinds of people soldiers uh single moms and, and just precious people around the world and you know most of them want to know like practical advice for their lives like what is jesus telling me to do about this situation and it's i you know i don't turn away people that ask for prophecy even though they do kind of treat it like uh what's the english word udanai um you know fortune telling basically so but but what i always find is that the lord comes through with some kind of message about encouragement and, and deep in those messages is usually hidden the the exact thing that he's telling them to do but i don't usually tell people what to do from the lord's perspective except what i know he already says to do in his word and and then what he personally wants to tell his his children so um but i don't think that's the only way i can share his word his food with others so i try to just figured i could just sit down and record this I've got all this goodness just stored up here so what you just heard about like eight different sources of word it's pretty pretty strong stuff um on my blog i ranted and raved recently about the family coup and uh maybe later i'll get into that that's kind of a deeper kind of conspiratorial type stuff but it's also on my heart about what happened to the family so that's something that you can read if you feel like it. You don't have to. It's not going to be just super feeding. It's more like the inside military affairs. But what I really like to do is get into prophecy and the word of God and just the amazing spirit world and the, just the sexiness, you know, just the good stuff. I don't like to hold back with what he's showing us. So, you know, I want the whole spiel Anyway, thank the Lord. I'm really going to go now or I'm going to be late for class. So praise the Lord and God bless you wherever you are. Make you a light for him and just fill you with his Holy Spirit. Make you a witness. In Jesus' name, amen.